Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, email, or even text messaging. We live in a world of constant connectivity, and we're expected to always be available and accessible. I am insatiably curious about people, and I love to uncover their stories. Telling stories is a practice that has left an indelible mark on humankind, and I absolutely love it. The problem is, we dilute the essence of this practice when we become too focused on sharing the minutiae of life and only distribute that information through a few channels and platforms. This led me to wonder, where did the art of letter writing go? Where did the connection to analog communication go? I remember learning how to write a letter and address an envelope in school. It was part of our education. We learned how to communicate in a new way through letter writing. And we understood that knowing how to write letters of all kinds would benefit us throughout our lives. The introduction of the internet and digital communications all but eliminated our connection with slower forms, which is something we just did to humanity. We aren't always good at holding space for more than one thing at a time. We prefer replacement over integration. And we lose so much when we do this. I think we can manage to do both, and that we can use digital and analog communication to enrich our lives. As a student, I loved having a pen pal. A chance to meet someone in another country or another state was absolutely incredible to me. It is a process of deciding what to write on a piece of paper and how to write it. In a sense, it was an exercise in personal storytelling. It was a way of looking at our lives and allowing ourselves to share deeply. To be clear, the introduction of technology and digital is something I wholeheartedly embrace. I think when it's used properly, it can enrich our lives individually and collectively, but not as a trade-off for tactical analog experiences and connection. I think we could all do with a moment when we go to our physical mailboxes and then discover an envelope addressed only to us And inside of it are the carefully curated words of someone we love and cherish. Before social media, people would develop lifelong connections through letter writing, even when they'd never met before. It is a phenomenon that predates the existence of the social media friend or the internet friend. Julia Child and one of her dearest friends, Avis Devoto, wrote letters to nurture their longtime friendship. They exchanged those missives long before they met in person. There was more than 200 letters exchanged between the two of them, opening a window into Julia's deepest thoughts, feelings, and even recipes. There's even a book dedicated to their faithful exchange. I understand that there are environmental implications to physical correspondence because you are using paper and, you know, you've got to put mail carriers on on the street. But there are also solutions worth exploring, and I don't believe we should excise ourselves from the possibilities that there is treasure to unearth in adapting other styles of communication into our lifestyles. At the very least, writing a letter to a friend will help you to slow down and savor the most delicious experiences in your life, and it will help fine-tune your skills as a storyteller. There is one more thing that piqued my interest and curiosity about a return to analog communication, offerings of the United States Postal Service, and how their contributions to humanity is actually in the name Postal Service. The USPS traces its roots to 1775 during the Second Continental Congress 
when Benjamin Franklin was appointed the first Postmaster General. The Post Office Department was created in 1792 with the passage of the Postal Service Act. According to the Smithsonian, from 1753 to 1774, Benjamin Franklin oversaw Britain's colonial mail service, and he improved a very primitive courier service connecting the 13 fragmented colonies in the New World. He created a more efficient organization that sped up deliveries between Philadelphia and New York City to a mere 33 hours. His travels along the post roads inspired his vision for how a new nation could thrive independent of Britain. But not even he imagined the pivotal role that the Post would play in creating the current republic. By the early 1770s, Franklin's fellow patriots had organized underground networks, the committees of correspondence, and the Constitutional Post. That enabled the founders to talk treason under the British radar. In 1775, before the Declaration of Independence was even signed, the Continental Congress turned the Constitutional Post into the Post Office of the United States and their operations for many citizens was the most consequential function of the new government itself. James Madison and others saw how the Post could support this growing democracy by informing the electorate, and in 1792 they devised a Robin Hood scheme whereby they would take the high-priced postage for letters that were sent between businessmen and lawyers, and it would subsidize the delivery of cheap, uncensored newspapers. So they essentially used the post office for anarchy and revolution. This policy helped spark America's very lively and sometimes misguided political culture, and it made it a communications superpower very quickly. By the 1840s, the post faced a crisis. The average citizen was tired of the high prices of sending a letter, and they were looking at private carriers and cheaper options, and it almost put the Postal Service out of business. Sending a letter more than 150 miles cost around 20 cents or roughly $6 a day. In response, Congress converted the Post into a public service, the public service that we all now know. And in 1845, they slashed the cost of letter postage to 5 to 10 cents, depending on the distance. The Post Office continued to subsidize the nation's transportation infrastructure as well. So since 1845, the USPS has been a public service, and, had, and they, were, they stopped being subjected to the financial challenges of a traditional business. It depends solely now on a flow of letters and packages and bills to continue to circulate the country. This public service still exists as one of the largest communication platforms in the world. So the question is, is there room in your life for a deeper exploration of your own life experiences through the simple task of writing a letter?